This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Yeah, I was actually going to start, Pat, with a Twins question, but screw the Twins. Let's uh, <laughs> let's start with this here. We'll get to the Twins at some point here. They just got swept. Uh, Jerry Kill, I'm reading this summation from Bring Me the News, uh, but Randy Shaver was, uh, was talking with Jerry Kill. And uh, still, you know, five years later, he has made it very clear that he's not a fan of P.J. Fleck, and he is unsure if he will shake P.J. Fleck's hand at the end of the game next week. Your thoughts? Uh, I believe he told Charlie Walters the same thing two weeks ago. So uh, I talked to him on, uh, when was it, Tuesday, and uh, basically wrote about how did you end up at New Mexico State? I did not do, uh, uh, we we didn't dabble into the Fleck feud uh, just because that was my, having seen Shooter's thing two weeks ago, which pretty well covered that thing, I didn't think I, I didn't really give a damn and, you know, a lot of things Jerry says about kill about uh, Fleck probably offend other people more than they do me. So <laughs> that's uh, that's. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, well. You know, my theory is you ask the guy a question. Honest answers are what we look for, right? He is. What, so, it's answers. funny. We actually we've spent the last twenty five minutes before we got you on here as we were working with uh, Judd's internet issues. So Declan and I had some time to kill. So we've just been scouring the internet and our internal systems. We found a 40-plus minute interview from uh, the Mackie and Judd radio show five five and a half years ago. Doogie had booked Jerry Kill to come in for a scoop session on the phone. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going through some of the quotes we put out on Twitter. We're going to find some audio clips, and we'll we'll probably resurface these on uh, Score North. But he said, I will never step foot in TCF Bank Stadium or the football facility ever again. On uh, January 4th, he uh, he scorched earth uh, Mark Coyle in the interview. And then uh, he took great offense to the idea that, you know, P.J. Fleck was going to change a bad culture. I think that's what landed yes, probably, that's probably what the, the most it. with him, right? That's what got it all started. Year zero started. Uh, I think that had a lot to do with it. Year zero. Uh, because I don't believe there's ever been a... Uh, coach in the gopher history who inherited a nine win program. <laughs> so, uh, you yeah. know, and, uh, so that's, yeah, that, that got him worked up. And, uh, uh, it, I, I was talking to him the other day and he was, you know, he was, he was a hell of a lot more worried about what he's going to do uh, Saturday night against Nevada, which, uh, last year, uh, torched him for 50, this team for 53 points and 500 yards passing. And uh, he's what he's really upset about now is not Jerry, is not uh, uh, PJ Fleck. It's the fact that 
they're scheduled to play Saturday night at home, and then they're back up here. They got to travel up here on Wednesday morning to play a game on Thursday night, and they're thirty-seven point underdogs. And uh, uh, he's, uh, you know, basically my piece with him, which is, should be popping up on the Star Tribune any minute, is why, Jerry, why did you end up down there? You know, so yeah. Well, he's he's sixty-one. He's had all these health 62 issues. 62 as of Wednesday, I believe. Yeah. We're in 62 on Wednesday, yeah. So he, he, here's the other thing. So he he kind of plays this – he plays a role too. Now, P.J. Fleck is playing a role in a completely different way. But but Jerry would like you to think that he's this, you know – and he is kind of an aw shucks, bumpkin personality. But he knows what he's doing, right? Like he, he'll come in with his little aw shucks, well, you know uh, – you know, yeah, uh, yeah, what, yeah. You know, what, what, what do I know? But, uh, you know, but he's, he's got a well thought out opinion or criticism of someone and he kind of, he clouds it in, but you know, no, no one asked me, I'm just a football mm-hmm. coach, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. To some degree, I guess. Uh, I think that's, that was certainly his sale when he first showed up. I'm not sure it's, he doesn't do that much anymore, but, uh, you criticized him a lot early on, right? Because he would come in and kind of do the. He would. Well, it was, I know that when I called him Country Jer, it was affection, not not not. I mean, that's who he was. I, I mean, mm-hmm. he said "tur" just like me. That made us buddies right off the bat. You know, he can't pronounce. He's in the. You could tell he's a bleep kicker from some farm because he can't say "tur" just like me. So, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. He's. Uh, he, the, the the main thrust, uh, he told me three, four times uh, in this conversation, and I made a big deal out of it in the column that's going to appear here shortly, that I've never been the same since I left Minnesota. Hmm. I've never been the same. I think emotionally, uh, uh, you know, feeling wanted, you know, and uh, I... He won't flat out say that if he had it to do over again, he would have just taken another leave of absence and tried it again the next year. But uh, that's what it, that's the impression I got. That, but did they even know. were they even going to give him that option? Was there any other option? Uh, oh, yeah. In 2015, if he wanted to come, if he didn't, you know, everybody was shocked that he quit. And I mean, that he announced it as a retirement Uh if he wanted to take another leave of absence and come try it again, hell yes, they would have kept him, you know, was, uh, you know, I, I don't think that, you know, he was ext- still extremely popular then. So it, I, th- yeah. I just, it, um, and I might just be wrong here, but it felt more and more like th- th- there was just a, a crossroads of, Hey, we, we can't, we can't keep doing this. We can't, you can't, well, that's what I think he thought it was, but uh, I mean, 2015 was his worst year for uh, for uh, uh, you know the for episodes. You know, that mm-hmm. was, they were coming. He said he was sick. He was really not healthy, but you know, he did walk away from eight million dollars, and uh, I know he's been scrounging around, uh, you know jobs here there and everywhere and now he ends up with one of the five worst head coaching jobs in uh fbs football i mean this place is a hell hole and it doesn't have any uh you know what it is near it's like 50 miles away from white sands 
where we tested nuclear weapons. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say Area that's, 51. That's, yeah. that's how isolated it is. And if you want to fly, you go to El Paso, you know. Yeah. And, I, and uh, it, he ends up, you know, down there with this god-awful job. And, you know, the whole thing about somehow he's harming P.J., PJ's a 37-point favorite over him. He can name the score. He can beat him 60 to 7 if he wants to. Uh so what you know, what what difference does it make, I guess? You know, yeah. yeah. He definitely won the war, that's for sure, if there's a war. He just he's a very he he's a sensitive guy, there's no doubt about it. He was sensitive when he was here. And I think part of that, the whole thing in 15, in addition to all the seizures, was they Remember they had that lousy game against Kent State, and uh, he got all upset. Uh, maybe I can't coach, and uh, you know he that's, was. Yeah, that's that stuff bothered me. Mom, yeah, maybe it, I don't it, know it what I'm doing. Me. It bothered me too. But he is a very sensitive guy. There's no, there's no doubt about it. But you know, he did well here for four years. I mean, what the hell? We were we they were as far down as they could go when with Coach Brew was done. So, is they, Coach Brew still coaching tight ends somewhere? Where is he? he was at A and M, but I don't know how he. Is he ended up. Let's with look him up here. Did he end up with Jimbo? What a resume he yes, has, man! Uh, he's at Florida. He's at the University of Florida. Oh, oh he's with Florida now because he was Florida Gators. State for a long time. Oh, uh, actually, yeah, actually, actually, yeah, you know who he coaches for now? Huh? You know who he coaches for now? Who? Who? You know who he's coworkers with now? Mike Zimmer. Oh, Zimmer, no. At Jackson State, right? Yeah. Isn't that where oh, Deion that's Sanders right. coaches? Oh, was at Jackson State, and Zim's down there as a consultant <laughs> for Deion, right? Yeah. You yes. Know, yeah. Jackson State is uh, rated ahead of the Gophers in this year's recruiting uh, class, you know. They, they were, because they got that five-star, you know. Yeah. They got, they got a couple of guys. So, uh, uh-huh. uh, you know, that was, uh, but, but I don't know what they're, are they, are they going to, Try to get into leave the uh, historically black college competition and uh, try to uh, play in one of these Sun Belt leagues or something. I don't like know. That. I, don't I don't know what they're trying to do here. Tim Brewster, I'm looking at his just his resume. The Wikipedia has it laid out year by year on the right side. So he has been since 1989. Tim Brewster has been a tight ends coach. Every single year of his coaching career, except the four years at Minnesota where he was a head coach. <laughs> hey, let me point this out, that uh, if uh, Jerry chooses not to uh, uh, shake hands with P.J. after the game, he, the best quote he had with Shooter was, I know we're not going out for dinner, but uh, <laughs> you know, which is funny. People might have taken that personally, but that was funny. Yeah, that's fine. But uh, it won't be his most embarrassing handshake. He had the one when he shook hands with the wrong black guy from Purdue. Remember when he? Uh, yeah. When they, he was going over there to try to shake hands with the coach, and he he went and uh, he was uh, shaking hands with the uh, the black assistant. So he got he got confused on that one. But that yeah, was, that was uh, more you know, hilarious. I think if you're Jerry at this point, just just shake his hand. Just shake, just, just, just let it, just shake his hand, let it be buried. But he doesn't seem like the type of guy that can just sort of let something go. You know, I mean, PJ, has PJ said anything cross or negative no. about Jerry Kill in five years? In fact, he's gone out of his way to say how much he, you know, maybe he's full of crap, but how much he enjoyed being around Jerry and whatnot. Uh, you know, I looked it up. He was one of, uh, when he went to Northern Illinois, uh, he brought, 
two guys with him, eight, eight guys with him from Southern Illinois, his whole staff, but he kept two coaches off the Northern Illinois staff, and one of them was PJ. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think PJ worked for him for two years, did he? And, I think so. Uh, yeah. Then yes. he left. And uh, I don't know. It was, I know that uh, he wasn't rooting for him before he got the job. Uh, well, he, he was upset that the players got fired, obviously. That's, that's what, that's what irritates him more than anything, I guess. Uh, but I didn't, you know, I've talked to him about it in the past. I didn't talk to him about it this time. I talked to him for 20 minutes and, and uh, uh, you know, he was, he wasn't, crazy you know he wasn't he didn't if you don't ask him if you don't he's not gonna say hey i want to rip pj flack you know it's it's uh you know it's it's you're asking him questions he answers them yeah you gotta put a quarter in him yeah yeah yeah, right i mean if you don't if you it's not like the the whole duckers thing too was they called him up he said nah this isn't a good idea right and maturi was in on this too by the way maturi's a dunk he was in a, hey, let's get Jerry. Morning of the game. What the hell? The Thursday of the game. Uh, and he said, ah, that's not a good idea. You know, and they said, they called him back. And he said, nah, I don't think so. Then they called him back again and said, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's nothing. You know, we'll just have you there half hour, ask you some questions. And he said, all right. And, uh, and then he became the bad guy because the dunkers asked him to show up. And, you know, Lou Holtz was speaking at the dunkers about a, two months after he left here, sat at him here, and nobody made any big deal of it. You know, I mean, how, why, how, why this was a big deal that Jerry Kill, what he, what is, somehow the guy from New Mexico State is going to hurt the Gopher program by appearing before 80. Guys, downtown Minneapolis on, uh, you know, on the morning of the game. That was that was the stupidest uh, trauma I've ever heard that, that, that uh, Justin Gard and other people were upset about that nonsense. New Mexico well, State is not exactly a threat to the University of Minnesota. Last I checked, the spread was 37 points. I do wish yes. that this was, even if this was like a 17-point spread game, that there was, if there was a little intrigue. But I guess... It wouldn't shock me entirely if if this was sort of their Super Bowl win one for Jera. All right, this we're going. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, but that doesn't do you any good when the other teams got way more talent. You got an offensive line over here that'll kick your ass, and they'll, you know, it'll. And yeah, as I said, they got a tough game for them Saturday night, and they're back here playing, and they're probably going to have. 12 guys that are gonna, that'll be questionable on a Thursday, right? Right after the game. It, it's going to be an ass kick. Yeah. So I don't know why people are worried about it. But I appreciate, I've always appreciated guys. When you, when you ask them a question, they tell you the truth. What are we complaining about? You don't like the guy. Okay. And then guess what? Fleck doesn't like him either. He just won't say it. Yeah. I, I appreciate the, uh, the rivalry. Um, have we reached the see you in Fort Myers boys portion of the twin season here after another loss? Well, I said that, uh, I would say see you in Fort Myers if I actually believed I was going to be in Fort Myers next spring, (laughs) but, uh, too many snakes down there, pythons and DeSantis, as I said on, uh, (laughs) on, uh, on Twitter last night, uh, too many snakes for me, but, uh, uh, Billy Hamilton, how do you like that one? 
Uh, well, 2015 baseball fan Phil Mackey and Declan Goff love oh. this move. But uh, I don't think Billy Hamilton has hit his weight in uh, about six years. So Drive by. And he doesn't weigh that much. <laughs> drive by any park in town that's laid out for a t-ball game, and he couldn't hit a home run in the t-ball field. What it, You know what they're telling us? Watch this time. At, at least playing center field for the rest of this year, aren't they? Probably, and they don't. Desperate, stupid act. The guys, you have nobody in your organization. Wouldn't you rather have Contreras than him? Yes. Why is he? Nostalgically, I love this move. All of a sudden, we're going to be the go-go twins. Come on, let's get him on, and we'll steal bases. We got seven all season, but let's go. Come on, we're going to be the go-go twins here. They're they pile stupid moves upon stupid moves, these yeah. guys. They are piling them up one after another. And this is a topper. He just got cut by the Marlins or somebody after hitting 12. Oh. What the hell is wrong with you people? Yeah. You know, I had, you tell me if I'm wrong on this, but I had a, we were, we were sort of talking through our little twins therapy session yesterday. And uh, I had this epiphany as I was speaking. I said, I feel like the organization and even some of the people that cover the team and a lot of fans, you're almost made to feel guilty when you criticize the little engine that could. Well, how could you? Well, what, what are we supposed to do? You know, we got the Yankees over here and the Astros and we got these injuries. And it's like, well, you're not really the little engine that I mean, you were the little engine that could at the Metrodome for sure. And you're not the Yankees or the Red Sox. Well, but they I, did, and they got it. They got a hundred forty million dollar payroll. They just screwed up. Right. They screwed up how they spend it. That's what they, you know, they, the payrolls maybe, you know, 16th in the league. Or it's like an average payroll. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, uh, it, I, I don't know. They just, uh, have you ever seen a, a series that was, I, I texted and some uh, tweeted and some people believe this, that Rocco Baldelli, that after they lost Monday, my Rocco Baldelli shocked visiting reporters shocked reporters by saying that he would cut off one of his little toes in order to win one game in Houston. And I think some people took it serious, but that's what I was saying. They had, they got on that plane. They had zero chance to win a game. Zero chance. Garcia was as bad as he gets last night and they still had zero chance to win the game. They had no chance Six games, six, oh and six this year. What were the nut runs or? Oh God! You know, like they read one, they led at the end of one inning. I don't know. It looked like they were having more fun playing zero bleeps baseball zero to me, though. So it looked like a good step forward. Last to me. night, I thought they were plucky. I said, you know, if you can't be good, be plucky, right? <laughs> That's good, and they sure as hell can't be good. This is brutal. This is bad. Uh, hey, I want to bring up one thing. Yeah. Uh, the the Vikings once again are gonna not play anybody in the exhibition game. That's three three in a row, right? Yeah, and that's fine. But we have an entire of the major sports, and I don't know if I can put hockey in this category. But uh, 
and and soccer is is doesn't apply. But we now have a atmosphere in the three major sports that they don't give one damn about the people who are buying tickets and walking into the arena. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, they, the exhibition games and baseball. You know, I mean, I go way back when they used to raise holy hell when the Yankees didn't bring three regulars like they were supposed to. Now you just, you go to an exhibition game in, in Florida and, and each team has nobody there. You know, I mean, it's it, nobody plays and you go to a NFL game and now it is part of the, the covenant that nobody plays, right? Three exhibition games. Yes. Nobody plays. And the NBA go to see LeBron, get your tickets for the March game in November, knowing there's a 30, there's a 45% chance he might play if you're lucky. We'll just, yeah, let's take two or let's not play two or three of our guys tonight. It's, it's incredible how the, the ticket, they don't care. And I think the whole thing is they feel like people just go to games to be there, you know, they just or they think be there. It's, I mean, I was asking how the Viking crowd, how angry was the Viking crowd at not seeing 27 regulars. And everybody said, yeah, they didn't care. I went and had a few overly expensive drinks and did the Colts, stole Colts cheer and then left early, you know. But it's it's unbelievable how they are. Fans, ticket buyers, they are screwing you and they don't care. I actually might have a fix that just occurred to me here. For the NFL, I don't know how you fix the load management stuff in the NBA. That's for them to figure out. Uh, you know, the Twins, you know, resting Correa and Buxton on the same day. I mean, that's at, at, for a home game. But so these joint practices, and by the way, Aaron Donald almost murdered someone in one of yeah, them. Uh, they can't do so. anything about it unless the Rams no. choose to. The, the Rams have said, don't worry, we'll take care of it. Swinging <laughs> two helmets. Swinging two helmets, right? Just, someone's head is stuck inside the helmet. Um, but so the these teams will play all of their starters in the joint practices yes, for two days, yeah, not in the games, right? Yeah. So, but and, and the Very reason they're doing it is because you can you can customize the competition. Okay, we're gonna yes. do we're gonna do fifteen minutes of red zone competition, and it's actually it's it's more valuable for the teams. It's more fun for the fans. Yeah, and you put I think TCO Performance Center. You put like six or seven thousand people. They do I I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. What they did put. Did they put fans in the stands for the joint practice against the Niners? Sure. I don't know. But you could. You, could yeah. you not do those joint practices inside U.S. Bank Stadium in front of 50,000 people? <laughs> and, and skip the exhibitions completely? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so two, we're going to put 50,000 people in there. It's going to be two hours. It's not going to look like an actual game. You're going to have to mm-hmm. kind of pay attention to what's happening on the field. Uh, but we'll put, like, announcements up. Hey, this is red zone. On the Put it on the big screen. <laughs> like, we're doing red zone drill. Yeah. You know, I think it would be great. Yeah, I think it would be a hell of a lot better than what what they're giving you now. Is uh, it's it's you know we used to be able to phony in a phony way get excited about a rookie quarterback or a young quarterback because he was playing with second teamers and he played you know the other team had a competitive lineup out there. Now when Kellen Mond is throwing sinker balls, it's a big it's against a bunch of guys that are not going to make the team you know yeah. it's uh, it's 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 uh it's a complete fiasco i mean uh do, will people still sit down and watch the vikings exhibition game saturday night 
for no reason. Nobody's playing. We still go watch, I guess. What's crazy is the answer is compared to most other television programs, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's I haven't, I haven't seen a play. I gotta, I gotta know that. I, mean, I don't I, think you're missing. You're not missing I, a whole lot. I don't either. I don't either. But then again, you know, there's a lot of reason not to watch the Twins right now, too. So what the hell? Just, just what are we waiting for? When are you guys going to the fair? Are you going to be there next Monday? On Monday. I'll be there tomorrow, Pat, with uh, Jesse Pierce, one of our new contributors for Before uh, Before We Die podcast, and me and Ross will be out there. But that'll be the only date we'll uh, score. will be out there. Yeah, I think with uh, with with my I'm still testing positive for COVID on day six oh, here, yeah. and with Judd's appendectomy, yeah. the uh, the powers that be have said, "What Garage Logic can carry the weight of uh, of Hubbard podcasting at the fair this year?" So well, we'll have to. Uh... We'll have to scramble a little bit for our Monday stuff because I believe I got to be out there. So we we'll figure it out. We'll we might have out. to sneak Unchained in, but by the time this weekend's over, Unchained might be really Unchained. So we'll, <laughs> I love it. We'll All right. Well, enjoy your right. weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you later, Pat. All right. Goodbye. All right. Uh, wrapping with Royce, presented by our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Uh, Federated has been helping businesses, much like a great offensive line, protecting against risks on the horizon. You can find out more about how Federated can help your business and apply over 100 years of experience. Federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. On November 13th, it's the dawning of a new era when the NFL debuts in Germany, live on NFL Network. Brady and the Bucks. Touchdown, Tampa Bay! DK and the Seahawks. Puts the ball up. Making a catch. Wake up and watch with the world. It's Sunday morning football. Live from Munich. Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern. Only on NFL Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you 24-7 with supplies and solutions for every industry and access to product specialists ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever so you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's Sentence Clarity Rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts.